Good morning, everybody. Anton Crelly here, and welcome to the Dropship Lifestyle Podcast. Hope you are doing well and having a great start to your day. What we're gonna do in today's episode is something that we've been doing somewhat recently. I think this will be the fourth episode published of what I am calling our 100K Club interviews. And what these are are conversations that I've had with Dropship Lifestyle members that have done over $100,000 in sales with their Dropship Lifestyle stores. First off, just wanna say I appreciate all the feedback we've been getting on these interviews so far. The goal really is to try to share some insights, some motivation, and some tips that can help either current high-ticket dropshippers or people looking to get started with this business model to understand other people's journeys, to learn some of the work that goes in to building a successful dropship lifestyle store, and to give you some just more help so you can get what you want, which should be, if you're following this podcast, a business that provides you with the income you need to live the life you want. So today, I'm gonna to be sharing my conversation with Clint. I hope you get as much value out of it as I did. And without further ado, let's go ahead and meet Clint. Right now, I am talking with um, Clint. And Clint, again, you know, thank you for taking the time to be on this call. And again, congratulations on what you've been able to do so far. These calls that I've been doing throughout the day and I'll be doing for the next week and hopefully well into the future are for Dropship Lifestyle members that have done over 100K with their store to be part of something we're calling the 100K Club, which is where we can all talk together and people can discuss things that are happening now in their business and hopefully keep growing to, to higher and higher levels. So um, yeah. yeah, again, congratulations to you, Clint. And I'm, I'm curious to start, if you could just like take us back, if you remember even when you first got into this business and uh, maybe what you were doing before and what led you here. Sure. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's October 23 now and uh, started this almost a year ago. So um had seen drop shipping type of business models come up in my Google feed and, and things like that, just to research. And I, I'm just fortunate with a, a full-time work from home job. Um, I'm in North Texas and it's, it's for a company in Austin that's very laid back. I, I'm in legal compliance. Um, so a, a certain way of looking at things is just kind of natural to me and, and a very fine-tuned business model. It kind of comes with my with my day job. And um, the dropship lifestyle program was by far the most thorough and detailed, you know, program for drop learning about drop shipping. And so it's kind of a no-brainer for, for me to sign up. And I got my mom involved too. So we started our store together. So all last winter went through the, the blueprint and things like that. Um geared our store up to launch in February. And and yeah, it's just been a, a big success, I, I think, since then. Awesome. Yeah. And before you started with this, do you have you built any other e-commerce stores in the past? Not e-commerce products, uh, because uh, I, uh, written communication is kind of my thing. It's, it's you write a lot in a legal career, mm -hmm. and um, I do have a a, a WordPress-based uh, like writing service online. But man, it's 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 very different than a dropshipping business model, right? It's it's just a service that we offer. It's you're not tracking inventory or, sh or shipping. I mean, shipping is sending an email of the of the writing project when it's done. So this was my first, you know, such business model like this. So yeah, it's very, very first one. Okay. And you said you basically worked through the the winter that first year, getting everything set up. Do you remember like yeah. how long it took to get your first sale and how that came in? Yeah, not too long. I mean, thanks to the step-by-step um, -step Google ads, you know, um, module. Um, I want to say it was between 10 and 17 days, maybe since kicking off the, the, the shopping campaigns that, our first, our first sale, actually, I, I remember very specifically because our large ticket was like a $3,300 sale. 
and it came through our Bing remarketing campaign. So <laughs> I just that's something that stuck out to me as as you know being the first, and we've we've kept the Microsoft ones going along with all the Google yeah. Google ads throughout the. the this past year. So it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I like, I always ask about that because the first sale experience is always, it's like, it, it's like makes it real, but also right. people don't sleep on Bing. It's there. People still yeah. use it. Yeah. <laughs> they exist. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it does. In fact, I, and it was so unexpected because it came so fast. I remember pinging Shopify support just to make sure it was, it was legitimate. They said, absolutely it is. So, um, it was, it was great. It was, I, I mean, it's something like you said, you'll, re you'll remember your first sale from your store. So I definitely do. That's awesome. Yeah. And then since, since then, obviously, you know, kept growing, kept getting sales, um, anything like you've learned along the way or any big inflection points that have changed how the business is going? Um, no, I think one of the things that has been such a benefit to us is just being comfortable exploring like Shopify apps, like finding things that can maybe support a workflow, um, things like, you know, what, what, one step we haven't gotten to yet, which is our goal now for this winter, is the um, the outsource part of the modules, right? So the um, getting procedures documented and getting to that step of being handy, you know, being able to hand off a part of the workflow to um, to a, an admin, and so that that's our goal now for this winter. And um, but you know, just throughout the summer, it was um, you know learning shipping. Uh, we our stuff is LTL shipped. It's it's pretty heavy items and. Um, um, learning about logistics of shipping was was very eye opening. And again, there are there are Shopify apps for that. There are Shopify apps to help with um, with a lot of facets of the business. So we just kept an open mind. We you know we test some here, test some there, and um, don't bloat our our store with with apps right that aren't needed. But just pick the ones that pick the ones that help you streamline things. So that that was our kind of goal for the last years. Of course, deliver great customer service. But in the free time, find out anything that helps us on the back end along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And the LTL thing, definitely, you know, once you get it, 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 it's very repeatable, but it is such a difference from what most people are used to of UPS, FedEx, USPS. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the same, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, um, uh, and you know, we're lower 48 us only in terms mm -hmm. of where we ship all our products, of course, are made in the USA uh, per the, you know, the, the preferred dropship business model. So um, yeah, just getting, getting a handle on that. But um you know, through through the Discord channel too, there's been plenty of recommendations for those freight brokers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've gone through two. It's the first one you pick is not always going to be the best for you, but the learning curve experience, is, you know, I found to be invaluable. So, um, you know, we landed on one now that works, I mean, flawlessly for our product. So um, you just got to, you know, kind of play with it and see, see which one works best. Yeah. And that's one thing too, like, you know, that I, I really do love about this business model, like the revenue, you, you have your revenue, but expenses, like there's always ways to get them lower and there's always ways to save. And you have that option because, you know, you are selling the products, you know, how much money yeah. you get. And from there, it's like, okay, well, what do I have to spend? And being able to actually work on that and even improve margins over time is um, something that, yeah, I think everybody should be be focused on because uh, we don't, yeah. our, we don't really have fixed costs. Like we know what the product yeah. costs. And other than that, it's up to us. How much do we want to spend on ads? How much can we get shipping down to? Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's exactly right. So not only shipping to, to boost the margins, but um, I would, I'm very, I'm just a baby step kind of person. I take things very, very slowly and have to fully understand it. So you know, we made the decision not even to do upselling on the product pages until we understood that we had a great product page. So it was only, it was probably five months into it that we started adding upsell options on the product page. And um, the last time I ran statistics, 
um, from the date we added upsells to that date I ran it, which was quite a while later, 65% of shoppers chose to um, add that extra item. And they're not, they're not, they're actually not inexpensive items. They they boost the margins by five to 10% on exactly. every sale. So it, just by adding, again, we we found an app we like that put the upsell on the page in a way that we thought was not crowding it out, right? And, and very user-friendly. And um, yeah, so we just take small steps along the way and make sure we understand something before we go on to that next feature. And it's it's worked really well for us. That's great. Um, I'm curious before we, we wrap up, you know, this, this part of the call, like, is, is there anything you think you, you've shared a lot already, like that, that is useful, but anything else you think would be useful for other members in this group and anything you've learned that, that could be beneficial? Yeah. I mean, my biggest piece of advice, and it's something we, my mom and I live by, um, no matter the cost of the, the, you know, your, your, your average items on your store, just pretend you're the customer, like it, land on your page with fresh eyes and make sure you would feel comfortable checking out on the site. I mean, if you can especially those of us that have grown up in the internet age and, and shopping online. Like um, if you and your friends would feel comfortable shopping on your site, you're probably going in the right direction. If anything seems off, or if you have a friend look at, look at it and it seems off, just be open to what they want changed. Like you, you got to feel comfortable yourself on your store for, you know, for you to expect strangers to, to, to check out on it. So I think that's, that's been this thing we've kept at the front of our minds, you know, this whole time. Yeah, that's that's a great tip, and I think a lot of people don't do that. But you should, yeah. Pull up your, you know, if you have, and if you're at a job or you have any friends nearby your family, pull up your computer and just ask them. Go through my website yeah. and yeah, let me know if anything stands out and just get yeah. their feedback. Yeah, you could do a lot with that. So, yeah, that's that's a really good tip. Um, yeah, I'll just say again though, congratulations, you know, on everything you've done so far and this winter. Just keep growing up, and it's gonna, yeah, have your best year ever in uh in 2024. But nice work. Thank you. All right, guys, so I hope you got some big takeaways from that conversation and at the very least some motivation to either build your first high-ticket dropshipping store or continue growing what you have. As always, if you did get value from this episode, I would really appreciate it if you can go to your podcast player of choice and leave a quick review. It means a lot and I read all of them. Also, if you're listening to this and you're not yet a member of Dropship Lifestyle, which is the same exact program that Clint went through, I'm gonna post a link in this podcast description that will take you to dropshipwebinar.com. And if you go there, you can register for a free in-depth training that I'm offering. That's where I'm also going to give you a list of 500 profitable product ideas that you can use for your Shopify store and make you a special offer on our award-winning Dropship Blueprint, which is the only program to ever be voted best e-commerce course by Shopify. Shopify. So if you're not subscribed yet, make sure you click subscribe because we now have three new episodes just like this every single week right here on the Dropship Lifestyle Podcast. So go ahead, leave a review, get subscribed, and I will talk to you on Wednesday for the next episode of the Dropship Lifestyle Podcast. I'll see you there.